Hey, welcome to Chew on That. You are listening to the only show on the internet that talks about sermons happening at Life Church in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Yeah, and we gave people the opportunity to email. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna stand on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah we are the are. we are the only show on the internet yeah. that but does. I, I feel like you say that's gonna make someone go. We're gonna do a show now. Yeah. <laughs> I've been I've been secretly trying to encourage somebody else yeah. to make a show to rival ours. Right, right. And or, then hopefully theirs drops on a Monday, so I can listen to theirs to take notes for take Tuesday. Notes. We can record. What if they do a podcast called Chew Chew on That, <laughs> where they chew on the podcast chew on that? Ooh. I, chew. I only thought of a train, like a choo-choo. <laughs> like, and their design would be like a train, and yeah. on each car it says chew on that. And I wonder if there is a, there's got to be a train podcast, right? A train podcast? Yeah, and it's got to be in Wisconsin because we have the train museum. I, I don't think that that's the only I, train museum in, yeah, the, in the I country. Doubt that. I don't think that Ashwaubenon in Wisconsin owns well, the just, only train museum. It just blew my mind right now. <laughs> I thought trains were made here. I mean, I do feel like trains are a pretty big hobby for a lot of people, you know, mm-hmm. the, like model trains and stuff oh, like that. Yeah. So I bet there are podcasts. Here's a fact, Jack. My okay. neighbor, and I only say it's a fact, Jack, and like, like I'm going <laughs> to wow you because yeah. I never met someone before. And my neighbor works for the railroad. Oh, the railroad. You know what? <laughs> That's what it is. That did, yeah. that did get me a little excited. That makes you want to come in the house and go, which house? Yeah. And go knock on his door. Like, <laughs> when he told me that, I'm like, Sir, it is a pleasure to meet you. How does, Just like, how do you, how do you even apply to the railroad? I don't know. Like, yeah, he works for the railroad. Okay, cool. It's the railroad. Like, does he and, drive a train? Is that what he's no, saying? No, he- uh, Operate? Operate a train. No, I think he can, but I don't think he does. Okay. Yeah, he works for the railroad. There you go. Uh, I think he does, uh, 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 gosh, Ben, if you're listening, I know you're not, but if, <laughs> but if you're listening, Ben, uh, I think that he, he helps analytics and, and, okay. and like, like kind of like how semis have to get, uh, yeah, yeah. uh, you know, you, you have to go from here Routed. to here. Yeah. yeah. I think that he does that for oh, the, the railroad, but he also, he also dresses like he could be working on like, like. Like so, I, I don't want to. You're gonna say what I don't want to. I don't want to put it past Ben that he actually fixes the rails. Yeah. Because he comes home sometimes and like you know, I, I we do the neighbor wave like hey hey neighbor like yeah. it like looks like he was doing physical labor. So I, so when you wave and you go hey how's your day? Sometimes does he wave back and go well I've been working on the railroad <laughs> all the live long day. No no but when I when I, 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 I was it was a block party when when I found out that out and so. I think I met Ben like right when they moved in. And I think for the next hour, I was just talking about the railroad with him. <laughs> like, I've never met a person that, how do you get into this? How do you do like, that? How, did you just put a resume? Yeah, you just, you just there was a job opening and I applied for the railroad. <laughs> like, I was so, I was so stunned. Okay, another tangent he just did. Cause I was going to say, are we getting a little off track? I, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought you were going to say. No. I have just been sitting here so excited to say that. <laughs> We're so off track. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I get it. I just got it. That is funny. <laughs> no, he said block party and we just, you know, we moved into our house and I can't wait for that this summer. I can't wait. I hope my neighborhood has a block party and I hope I get invited. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, she so said fun. track like railroad like track. Railroad track. 
So I, I saw the look on his face before and I was like, you're going to say it. I know. Okay, it. I didn't no. get it for, I was oh, really? watching uh, him laugh. I'm like, I don't get oh, it. I'm just sitting here I don't waiting get- for it. Cause oh. I'm like, why are we talking about the railroad? The first four minutes of our podcast. Yeah. But you know what? This does remind me. Okay. You said black party. I was thinking when we first met our neighbor, he's telling us how he does like this crazy cybersecurity. He's like, yeah, we, we tried to break into the white house last, like last week. And we're just like, that's a federal what? offense. Like, yeah. did, did they know you were trying? <laughs> I guess, but like, here's how he explained it. Only one person in any organization ever knows that this is going to happen. So like his company like tries to break in, you know, into their mm-hmm. cyber world, uh-huh. whatever. Mm-hmm. So not a techie person. Yeah. And, but only one person in that company knows about it and had set this up. So everyone else is like panicking, thinking it's real. <laughs> only one guy is like, <laughs> I know what's going on. Uh-huh. So they're, they hope Oh, that, so this is like a test. Yeah. If yep, they can break in, then they uh, say, hey, look, you know, we broke into your your company. So here's the here's the bill. Yeah. Basically, you pay us and we'll And we'll, we'll give you the cheat it. code. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll Ooh, fix your- yeah. We'll fix your- Classic NES. System. I was going to where you said, did they, that's federal offense. I was going to say, is he your neighbor anymore? Because <laughs> that's how you know if he got caught. No, I mean, it's, it's legal, I guess. So. I, I, went to, I went to high school with somebody that- uh, hacked into, I think it was a Pentagon. And if, if, if Chad, if you're listening, but he ended up going to jail for that. Um, so he was, he was really good with computers all through high school. And he was like, a he was, he was really punk. Right. So like he'd stick it to authority kind of guy. Yeah. We're not recommending you do this. Still to that, still to this day. Like when I, when I talked to, uh, Chad, he's same way. I I love it. I love his personality. He's so strong willed and so, uh, exciting. Um, but yeah, right out of high school, he hacked into the Pentagon's uh, website and then wrote a message. And the message is he had a, he has a Wikipedia page and the message said, I'm a, and he didn't even hide his tracks. Like I'm an 18 year old kid from Green Bay, Wisconsin. If I could do this, what do you think the terrorists are doing? Period. Oh, oh. And then that's, it was up on their website. Ooh. He ended up getting caught pretty quick, but I yeah. mean, he also didn't like cover his tracks. Yeah. Like he didn't want to cover his tracks. So he ends up going to jail. I think he went to jail for, uh, I mean, he was. For for the offense, he went to jail for a little bit, but not like forty yeah. years. I think yeah. he went for like a couple months, and then he was on probation for a long time. Yeah. Uh, but he has since levied that because uh, he never had formal training in computer science. He's le- levied that, and now he like does security for like a, a Fortune one hundred company. Oh, yeah. yeah, because like you want my resume? Yeah, there's my there resume. Yeah. yeah, breaking of the Pentagon. Went to jail. They're like, cool. Yeah, they're like- <laughs> Hired. Yeah, you, you, we probably want you actually on the case. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's he's used that in- That's cool. Uh, to levy his career. And I mean, it's just cool. Talk, I'm glad talk it, to your neighbors. I'm you never gl- know what you're yeah. going to find out. I'm glad it ended that way and not him like on his computer and you're like, Chad, if you're listening, he just spits out his water. <laughs> 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 or he, just, like, he hacks into our road, oh, yeah. our road <laughs> podcasting board. He types in, I am. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't know this was on the internet. So, yeah. So, okay. So we were week two. Week two. Yep. Um, Week two of what's your story? Yes. What was the sermon titled? Your pain pain is your platform. Your pain is your platform. Yes. And and talking about how um, our pain shouldn't be something that we hide or ignore, but but something that when we bring to surface and, and allow God to be with us in it, that he actually can help us make a, you know, our, take our 
what's the saying these days? Take our terror and turn it into a testimony or take our trial or our trials into a testimony and all, you know, all these tough things where we think God can never use, he, he wants to use because it won't just help your life, but it'll help the lives of others. And so that's kind of like the basis of what I was talking about in, in the message and um, that he finds value in things that maybe we don't find value in. Uh, hence mm. my Antiques Roadshow video that I used. Yeah. So, which didn't get pulled from the internet. Cool. Nice. You know, I used a video clip the last time. and, yeah, and They were like, pulled. we don't care about that They're one. They're like, PBS? Yeah, it's public. <laughs> yeah. Go for it. I, I think that, that we, yeah, the people own it. Yeah. Uh, but like, watching the lady kind of crash into the curtain when she yeah. got the, like, and steady herself. Oh, man. Oh, so. That cracked me up. So, uh, behind the scenes on that. I So, there was a moment... <laughs> Cause I, you know, th- thankfully I have the ability to edit. So I don't have to go to you when I do video clips. I'm like, I'll just edit it. Yeah. And, He's pointing at Megan. Uh, yes. Yeah. And I don't have to go to you either. No, that's <laughs> so, good. That's great. Cause um, I, I wouldn't know. I, I realize that people don't see like, see your yeah. hands. That's like, true. I should they're said, like, who's she talking to? You're right. This is not a video podcast. <laughs> Yet. Um, so I'm, I'm uh, edit, editing and I had it. There's a part where when he says to her, it, it's worth a million dollars. She goes, oh my God. And I was like, that's awesome. But then there was a part of me going like, yeah, but I don't want to get an email. Like, I might get an email now. Like, you said, oh, my God, on that podcast. But I was like, I don't know. But I just wanted to keep her eyes kind of closing. So I kind of edited to her to her at the end where she just kind of closed her eyes and stuff like that. But it was just a cool moment to watch this woman just, like, be blown away. But my bet, mm. yeah, that she goes, what would you say? Because even I, I interpreted it as when she said, I was told, oh, another thing I took out was they said, have you gotten the paperwork for this yet? She goes, no, not yet. They're telling us we need to do it, but we're just, so for her, when she said, I was told I could maybe get 30,000, I I think that's why she didn't get the paperwork. She's Mm. like, I don't, this might be worth nothing. And so I don't want to put time or energy into it if it's not worth anything. Maybe I should have kept that Mm. in now, but you know what? Yeah. I did it for the podcast. Yeah, that's Mm. gonna. That's good. You know. That's good. Yeah, that. You can preach on that. Yeah, because that right there is like, if once you know it has value, you'll put work and effort and energy to go, okay, how can I make this story mm-hmm. work for me and for others? So, mm-hmm. yeah. And and God's saying, your pain has has a, has a platform. It has value and I want to use it, so. Well, okay, so what was the scripture, the uh, primary scripture used uh, in the sermon or what was the sermon based off of? Romans chapter five, verses one through five. Romans and- chapter five, what, give me the version. Uh, the NIV. The NIV. Yep. Let me pull it up. <laughs> there it is. Here it is. All right. Let's, let me read it for you. Romans chapter five, verse one, titled Peace and Hope. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. Now, and we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance produces character, character hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. End of chapter, end of verse five. Yeah. I realized that last week I highlighted it and it made it a lot easier for me to read. <laughs> so I'm going to highlight that there. Perfect. Yeah. Mm. All right. So what, what, what do we, uh, what say you? What say you? So 
It's interesting because originally I was going to go all the way to like verse 11 because it's interesting when it talks about like, you know, in, in context, you know, it says in verse six, you see at the right time there, uh, when we were still powerless, Christ died for our ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous man, for a good man. Someone uh, might possibly dare to die, but God demonstrated his own love for us while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So originally I was like, ooh, oh, I love good, that yeah. verse. While we yeah, were yeah. still sinners, Christ died for us. And I think because a book of Romans— is is really Paul's way of telling the church in Rome, like you have to understand that you cannot earn your salvation. Mm-hmm. Like you cannot, that yes, you may know the law and you may follow law and that's good, but your knowledge and understanding and obedience to the law um, isn't going to get you the ticket into heaven as, as much as accepting salvation. But at the same time, if you read the first uh, three, uh, four chapters, he talks about, but then, we'll know that God is living in you because we'll see you be obedient to law and walk it out. Mm-hmm. You know, he's saying, you know, so he's, he had to clarify with that too, which is interesting. So I wonder if he had people in Rome going like, oh, oh I heard what you said. And they just ran with certain words. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, so it's, it's interesting, my mind, when it goes to um, my mindset, when it goes to certain words or phrases, I like to imagine things. Maybe that's why I like comic books so much because, you know, comic books, they give, they say that it works both sides of your brain, that you're reading with your left and, and looking at the art with your right or vice versa. I can't remember which it was, but art and lit- and, and text are, are, uh, read on two different things. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, so comic books, the, the reason they say it helps your brain is because you're doing both at the same time. You're looking and reading. And so so I think because of that, I will get visual pictures. And so the word therefore, when I first read it, I, I uh, read it as if it was a satchel. It was a bag, you know, like if a backpack said therefore, and it was what I'm bringing with me into this circumstance, into this situation. And, and um, kind of like, the first thing that came to my mind was Zelda, The Legend of Zelda. Not, not wait, yeah. Which is Super Nintendo version? The Legend of Zelda was Nintendo. What was the Super Nintendo version? I can't remember what that one was. Was it Link in the Past? Legend of Zelda, Link in the Past? Maybe. Anyways. The You're su- talking to yourself right now. I am talking to myself. Well, I am looking at you, Keith. I know. Uh, but uh, truthfully, I played Zelda on NES and I never played it again. Really? Never played it again. And mainly because I didn't find it really that entertaining on NES. Well, his email is Keith at electricgv.com. <laughs> I feel like I feel like in the in the late eighties, early nineties, you were I think that you were either Super Mario or you were Zelda. Mm, I would agree with you on that. And I was oh, way Super pull. Mario. We should do a poll. Um I would say twenty twenty three me is more Super Mario than Zelda, but like nineties me was more Zelda than yeah, Super Mario. Yeah, see, I think that there was a definitive line in the sand. Even though Super Mario World was cool, but it was watching my brother play the Legend of Zelda: Link in the Past mm-hmm. that made me go, "Whoa, there is a lot to this game." Like, like it's long too, mm-hmm. and I remember, I remember not like wanting to be like, "My turn, my turn." I just got to a point where when he was running, you were just like, "I just want to watch. I just want to watch mm-hmm. you defeat this and stuff." And especially when you go in different dimensions. But the reason I bring that up is because there's aspects of that game and and, and other games where. If you want to go forward, you have to make sure you have the right things with you. And so, like, you can't go in that door if you don't have the key to get in that door, which that's what I loved about the the uh, Link in the Past is you knew you had the right item because it would they, a song would come on and go, Ba-da! and he would, like, hold it up really high in the air. And it was your way of going, like, you have the right item to now move forward. And so that's how I look at the word therefore. That, like, when Paul's saying, therefore— 
Now that you have all of the knowledge and understanding, but not just knowledge and understanding, you're believing and you're walking in everything we've talked before. Therefore, and then he continues on. So I wanted to kind of talk about some of the things that really highlighted to me that I didn't talk about on Sunday were some therefores for me. And so you heard uh, Keith type. Uh, I'm actually moving through <laughs> paper. Uh, so the first thing that stuck out to me was Romans chapter one, verse five. It says, through him and for his namesake, we receive grace and apostleship to call people from among all Gentiles to the obedience that comes from faith. And so right there, there's like the first therefore pops up to me is that now we have received grace, which is unmerited favor, and apostleship, which I love, uh, I have a study Bible and it says that we receive the responsibility to share the message of God's forgiveness with others. So Paul's saying your one of your therefores is you have the ability that God has given you the ability to be like the apostles. You're able to teach and you're able to tell what who God is and what he can do for you. And so that's one of the first therefores that popped out to me. And then uh, over to chapter three, uh, Three verse um, 22, it says, the, this righteousness from God comes through faith in Christ Jesus to all who believe. There is no difference for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, which we use that scripture a lot like that. And there's nothing wrong with that scripture, but it, mm-hmm. um, man, I really hit myself in the head when I didn't talk about verse 24. You know, it's like, so t- for me, Romans 3.23 is like John 3.16. And like you, that's great. But it's even better when you combine John 3.17 now with this, Romans 3.24, and are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. Sometimes we go, well, we've all sinned and fallen short. He's like, yes, we've all sinned and fallen short, but are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came through Christ Jesus. So he's like, yes, you have fallen sin. You have fallen short, but because of Jesus, you have freedom mm-hmm. and you have grace to walk and move freely from that. And so that's another thing that we bring therefore into us. And then chapter four, verse 24, but for, uh, also for us to whom God will create righteousness for us who we believe in him, who has raised Jesus Christ from the dead. He de- w- delivered us over to death. Uh, wait, he, he was delivered over to death for sins and was raised to life for our justification. And so th- that makes me go like, oh, wow, there are, there's so many things that we have access to that that it, God doesn't want you to just go, yeah, that's great. He's like, no, no, not that's not just great. It's something that I want you to take with you and be a part of your life and something that you carry for. So therefore, we've been justified through faith, which we just read in verse 24, 24 25. Uh, through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we gain access by faith into his grace, for we now stand and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And then, so all of that then goes, okay, now we can handle sufferings. Mm. But before that, I, I wonder if Paul's like, you couldn't handle sufferings right. before that. And so like he's You're saying- You're just like biding your time? Yes, or or just going like, or, or maybe that's how you found out if people um, was bringing things with them or not. Were we trying to do things for God or with God? If we're trying to do things for God, then our suffering would would show us if you know what's true or not. You know, if you it, did, you bring the right items with you. If you didn't, it's going to find out when you have to fight the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And that's you know, relating back to video games. If you didn't have certain items, you couldn't win. And so, like, and and it's funny too because sometimes even in 
you upgrade in video games and you have moments where they ha- they want you to bring certain items, but I've played games where you don't. Mm. And they'll always have a thing like, oh man, this would be so much easier if you had the key, you know? <laughs> you mm. know, I Oh, I wonder if we should bring the key with us, you know? And sometimes it's highlighted and it's in bold text. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we should have the key with us. And I think that's what Paul's kind of saying, like, Therefore, since you have all of these access, now let's bring it into our suffering. Let's bring it into our, 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 because now there's nothing that this world can throw at us because we have the key. We have access. We have the, we have the ability to defeat death, to defeat the grave, to defeat suffering because we have all this with us. And so that's what pops up to me. And, and then he says, and not only will you defeat it, you'll develop things that you didn't think before you. Going back to Zelda, you know, sometimes when you'd win- Gosh, you'd I be- really feel like if you didn't play Zelda growing up, this this episode just isn't yeah. hitting as much as well, it should. because what would happen is, you know, you start off in the game with three hearts, but when you would level up, you would get more hearts and more hearts. So you would have, you know, better abilities. You know, you would, you would- uh, you know, upgrade your armor and your your uh, your your things with every you know. So with that, I I love that it says, now that you brought this with you, you're going to be able to endure suffering, and and not only that, you're going to upgrade to perseverance. You're going to upgrade to character. You're going to mm-hmm. upgrade your hope. It's all going to be upgraded in the battle of suffering. Mm-hmm. So my my question then is, uh, from what you just said, Pastor, uh, are we guaranteed suffering then? Uh, are we guaranteed? Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so, so let me, let me see if I am I'm catching your, your lesson here. Yeah. Uh, we are guaranteed suffering mm-hmm. and much like Zelda. Yes. Or I guess Link. Yeah. Link. That's true. Uh Oh, did you know that? No. Zelda what? wasn't the main character's name. Really? Zelda's the princess's name. Yeah. Oh. The main character's name's Link. So, so, okay. So in the case of Link, in the case of, in case of Link, uh, guy with the sword and the green suit, um, he gets more hearts as he progresses yes. because they expect more more pain and suffering. Oh, come on. I ought to... So <laughs> much like us as Christians, if we've if you're early on in this or maybe you've been in this for a minute, but you have your your hearts haven't developed or the, the, the suffering hasn't come or yeah. the opportunity to persevere hasn't developed. Mm. Yep. Um maybe you gotta go through the door. Yeah. Maybe you gotta go through the door. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, God's like Yep, and you're going to need these on the way. Yes. Because I promise you, the storm is coming. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give you the boards and nails to mm-hmm. board up your windows. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's the truth though. It's like sometimes we we get we get caught in the, the um, you know, that's why I always say when we do salvation, people give their life to Jesus. I always go, this is the first step of, of, of your journey. This is just the beginning because I don't want people to get caught in the, the emotion, because it will be emotional. People will probably cry. I've seen people cry when they give their life to Jesus. It's a great moment that you've surrendered and, and you've had that. But God's saying that can't just be the only thing that you fight suffering mm-hmm. with. It has to be the knowledge and the understanding that you're building mm-hmm. the nails and the wood that you're building in this to create this, this ability to fight suffering. It's not on your merit. Because I was talking with a guy about this. Is I think sometimes as believers— we can easily get in the mindset of now that you've 
you've died on the cross for me. I just heard this guy talk about how you were beaten and you were bruised and it was, it was terrible. They, they whipped you the cat of nine tails. They put the crown on your head. I mean, you were in agony and pain and, and, and like, I feel so bad that that happened to you. And, and you did that for me. Oh my gosh. I thank you so much. And so what happens is sometimes we get this mindset of because you did this for me, man, I'm going to do so much for you like to pay so that I can pay you back. Yeah. And then we'll try to do things on our own merit, on our own works. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a good boy. I'm gonna be a real good boy. I'm gonna do nice things. I'm not gonna swear as much as I did before. I'm gonna make sure that I'm only watching Christian movies, only listening to Christian music, only eating Christian food. You know, I'm gonna do all <laughs> these <Christian>. things. <laughs> Holy oats. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> You know, they make those, they should. I don't trust that guy on that box of cereal. It must be from the devil, <sighs> not for me. Get behind <laughs> yeah. me, Satan. I only have Cheerios, you know, I, I don't know. Because <laughs> they look like halos. I don't know. And so like, but like, there's this mindset of, okay, doing four. And it's just going back to the to a fight where, no, no, I don't need any of this stuff. I got it. Because I got, I got wit and I got, and I got zeal and I got excitement. And that's like, it's great. But I need you to have knowledge and I need you to have uh, a foundational faith that you you don't just have faith because of Jesus. You have faith because of what he did and what he's doing. And so again, there's promises and there's practices and there's things that we need to be developing on a continual basis to help us with our suffering. Yeah. I think um, that's, that's kind of what I got out of Romans five. I think the book of Romans in general, for me, uh, it's, it's very foundational. It's, Uh, a great picture of how Paul was coaching and explaining like, okay, so now this thing happened. So now here's how you need to think. So when I read the scripture, it it is full of that imagery of of being a new believer, of coming to understand. But then like you're saying, Pastor Dallas, there's also this this roadmap. Uh, We celebrate in our tribulations because then you're gonna get perseverance and you're gonna level up and you're gonna get proven character and proven character brings hope, right? So like you see the, the progression in in the ladder. So a lot of this to me is like, okay, these are things that I need to just really plant so far down into my mind mm-hmm. that they're just, they're fact. Like I shouldn't have to, I shouldn't even have to question that I am saved by grace, that it was a gift, that I, I shouldn't even... Uh, question that I should have to like, do I need to try harder? Do I need to get the holy oats in order mm, to be holy? Yeah. No, no, you do not because it was a gift. It was given to you. I, mm. I wish I could count even how many times uh, the word gift or the concept of gift is in this, yeah. this chapter because I, for me, that was the takeaway that like this is being given to you, just as it was given to Abraham. You're not any more special. You're not any more different. You are still a sinner. And as you were uh, talking and explaining, and I'm reading uh, the scripture, I'm like, yeah, it says right here, like how few of, for one will hardly die for the righteous person. Yes. And I was like, oh yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Would I really want to die for, you know, think of like Joan of Arc yeah. or, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> what I really want to die instead of her. Uh, well, you know, I know where you're going. So you, you do it, you take it. Yeah. But how much less than would I want to die for someone who's just a, a murderer and a thief and, and, and the gross person where you're like, I don't, I don't want to even associate with you, much less die for you. So, so when you start to wrap your, your head around in the, uh, the picture of the greatness of God's grace and the greatness of his gift, mm-hmm. that's when this, this scripture starts to really 
ring true and ring home. So, so once you can understand and accept that, and like I said, that's your foundation, that's your fact, then you can come back to, okay, but now there's going to be tribulation. Yeah. There's going to be pain. Uh, and you're going to have the questions of, but, but why is there pain? Mm-hmm. Right. We've talked about that before, but like, Lord, I'm your good, ser- you're, I'm your good and faithful servant. Why am I going through trials and tribulations? Why me? Yeah. Cause you're good and faithful. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting because you said that like, you know, we wouldn't do that for another person. And it remind me, I don't know if it's a TV show or movie I saw where the person was willing to do a sacrifice. And mm. I remember they looking at the person they're sacrificed for and they're like, you better do good things. Hey, keep going in this direction. Like mm-hmm. you've seen it in like old tales, like, you know, uh, uh, like Lord of the Rings, you know, keep carrying their, oh yeah. The, the first, first Iron one. Man. Yes. The first Iron first Man. First Iron Man. Yeah. Like, it's like, keep going in that direction, mm. you know? Otherwise this is not worth it what yeah, I'm about what to he, do. He says, make this worth it. Make this worth it. Yeah. And mm. so, but the scripture says, while we were still sinners, so in a, in a way, Christ was like, they're not worth it, but I love them anyways. Right. While we were still sinners, yeah. while, while it looked like they may not make it worth it, I'm still going to do it. I'm still going to do yeah. it. Yeah. And just yeah. the weight behind that, the mm. weight behind that, like, yes, my sacrifice is going on the cross and there's people look at me being uh, crucified and some of them may go, eh. Right. Eh. And the the words, therefore, having been justified by faith, mm-hmm. that was like the first sentence. And I was like, I'm going to stop right there. Yeah. Because the word justified, I just didn't like that word. I was like, this sounds really like, like something I'd hear in Catholic mass. You have been justified. Like, what is that? <laughs> Would you like the Webster definition? What does that mean? No, I ha- I'm going to get there. So, so I'm looking that up and I was reading the, the Greek and the word is I make righteous. I defend the cause of, I plead the innocence of, I acquit you and I justify you. I was like, well, I like all of those things a lot better than the word justify. Another, another word was freed. Yes. I have freed you. By faith. The, the first definition of justify in the Webster Dictionary is having, done for, are marked by a good or legitimate reason. Yeah. Second mm-hmm. one, declared or made righteous in the sight of God. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's and then good. when you say declared or made righteous in yeah. the sight of God and what God yeah. says goes. Yeah. yeah. There's no swaying. There's no convincing him. Mm-hmm. Now, now when you read that, read that line for me again. Read the, read the passage. Therefore, having been justified by faith, yeah. we have... Peace with God. Yeah. yeah. Now, therefore, because God has saw you righteous. Yes. And then when you say it like that, you're like, okay, I'm listening. Yeah. I'm righteous. How? By faith. Mm-hmm. You okay. get peace with God. So this is a yeah. this is a mathematical yeah. equation. Yes. I'm not good at math, but I can tell that it's math. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I can tell it. I can I can identify yeah. it, but this I ain't good at like it. math to me. This, Smells like math. One plus one equals two. When you have been justified, how? By faith, you have peace with God. Yes. Mm. And when you are the restless, wandering, in pain mm-hmm. soul, yeah. to know that there is peace with God, that you have been justified and all those things that Keith just said that I can't quite remember, but were really good. Look up the, de- the yeah. definition for yourself, right? <laughs> It's just how amazing is that? And so then we get to celebrate in hope and in trials. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so that was the other thing that I took out of this. We celebrate in hope of the glory of God. And not only this, but we also celebrate in our tribulation, mm-hmm. knowing that tribulation brings perseverance, perseverance, proven character, proven character, hope. 
Mm. And hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit that was given to us. Yeah. If this just isn't the definition, the, the you know, thesis of this is the good news, right? Like I, this I, is the gospel. I think thesis is perfect, uh, a perfect segue into what, what, I, what I got from it. And what I got from it was kind of two things. Uh, the first one, this is kind of just a, like a interesting to take note of, but uh, thesis, because thesis is usually the first, the first portion of the paper, mm. right? It's what you're writing the whole paper about. Mm-hmm. And we are five chapters in. Yeah. So that, I mean, we're, Romans is tough guys. Like Romans is not a, uh, Romans is a higher level of reading. Yeah. It is, it is, it is a literal, it's, complex, it's yeah. a literal masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, in the sense of people that study literature, yeah. Christian and non-Christian alike have said Romans from the New Testament and Hebrews from the New Testament. We could we deem those literal masterpieces mm-hmm. as good as any other, like great expectations, as good as, you know, yep. like as in the composition and how it was written. Yeah. Not, not, this, not the content, because the content's, I mean, the content's mind-blowing as well. I think the New Testament, con, con, Hebrews and Romans and the rest of the New Testament just outweighs other books that are deemed literal masterpieces. Mm-hmm. But we say literal masterpieces because people that study literature say, no, yeah, that checks the box. This is was composed, written brilliantly. There's not, there's not, it's perfection, mm-hmm. Yeah, right? So with that, usually literal masterpieces aren't the easiest ones to read mm-hmm. because to be a literal masterpiece you know, you yeah. have to check all the boxes. Yep. And Romans is that in in a lot of regards. It's a very it's a it's a it's a challenging piece of literature mm-hmm. to read because it was written in perfection. It yeah. was uh, it was tough. So we are five chapters into this letter that uh, most deem is the most important letter that was ever written in time mm-hmm. to a group of people uh, to whom was you study ancient history that civilization. That civilization had some stuff, yeah. right? Made some. So we're five chapters in. And what the, the thing that stood out for me that was just kind of like a stop and take note was, and I wondered when I looked back on it, I, I Googled it, did some research a little bit on uh, because God's love has been poured out into our hearts. And for whatever reason, that word love stood out. Mm-hmm. Like if, if, if I ask you guys, what do you think? To sum up Christianity, to sum up Jesus people, give me one or one, maybe two words to sum it all up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think I would say peace, mm-hmm. love, yep. uh, teachability, mm-hmm. but it's, love is in there. Yes. Oh yeah. That is a word that is in it's there. It's probably to def- the first. To define, yeah. there we go. I like that. It's probably the first. And so I, I, I said, well, how many times you, do you, have you said love up till now in Romans? And this is the first time mm. that the word love shows up. Really? In the book of Romans. And wow. again, it, it, does it change anything? Mm-hmm. No, but yeah. maybe, maybe I want to take notice of what he's talking about now in this literal masterpiece that every word was accounted for and thought of. Mm-hmm. Why five chapters in do we hit the actual thesis, like Megan said, mm-hmm. of the letter? Mm. And love shows up for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I agree with you 100%. I think mm. this, this is mm. the thesis yeah. Of, yeah. of Christianity. I think this is the thesis yeah. of being a Jesus person, of how to apply it in your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and this is a, this is a, 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 a declarative letter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I find it very noteworthy that chapter five, verse one is actually, for me as well, the yeah. thesis of the entire letter. Yeah. 
Well, and it's interesting now that you said that, like, because my mind is, you know, looking at the people. You know, the the Romans were were you know they they were smart people and they were intelligent people, and I think that's where Paul is a as an apostle who's mm-hmm. told that you know who's called to tell the you know to talk and tell the story of Jesus says, okay, I can't just you know phone this in. I got to put some time and effort and energy, and I have to speak the way that they listen. So I wonder for them. He said, okay, I need to tell them so they can connect. So like now that they know, now they can feel. I wonder mm-hmm. if that's why love doesn't come until chapter five, because they needed to know the reality of their freedom, the reality of their new life, the reality of what Jesus brings into that. And I think that's why it's so important as believers that if you've been a believer for five years or five minutes, that the word has to be something that we're going to, because what it does is it fuels that fire within us that not just oh talking about it, but like exploring it and understanding the weight mm-hmm. of this new life, the weight of your salvation, the the weight of your love and then, and your, and what, ke- you know, what keeps them going? Well, we have a word that that motivates us and helps us. We have a communication with him that is continual and that God will speak to us in that. We have moments where we we give him thanks and worship. And so those are things that when we're in consist, consistency with it, you know, that's what, what motivates us to keep going. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times when you have people go, I just don't know if I, you know, I don't know if I believe anymore. I don't, I'm struggling. And they'll focus on the suffering. Yeah, I'm just going through a lot of stuff right yeah, now. Yeah, and the, and the feeling. And the feeling. And they're like, I'm just really struggling right now. And then, but when you ask them sometimes, hey, when's the last time you were in your word? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's been a while. See, that's more the problem than your circumstance. Yeah. Yes, your circumstance looks really big, but when you're in your word, big problems look like small problems when you have God's promise behind right. it. Right, and oh. that's why I think of things yeah. like this as, as um, you know, the stakes that you, the the steel stakes that you take and you just drive this so far down into your heart, into your soul, into your mind, yeah. that when those things do come up, it's the it's the first thing that comes to your lips, right? Like like these things you don't question, these things you know, yes. right? Yes. Like you just, you know this and you have to know this because these will be the things. Uh, they're the rock in the stream. When something comes up, when you're being pushed down the river and you're, you feel like you're losing all hope and your head's going under the water. What is the one rock that you can grab onto and just cling for dear life, right? Yeah. Like for me, it's some of this stuff uh, that he talks about. Mm-hmm. When you go through trials, rejoice, celebrate. Yeah. That changes the whole way I live. Yeah. You know, it has to, how could it not? Yeah. And so I just, I love what you were saying, Keith, about this being a, the thesis. Like, yeah, that, that just makes a lot of sense to me. And so- if that's a thesis, uh, if this this whole so four chapters, he's like, I'm I'm kind of ganging your attention, your trust yeah. in this, and now let's get to the let's get to the let's get to it. So I I, I agree with you, Pastor Dallas, when you say therefore, mm-hmm. I read it like that because I went back and read the I read it as all right for these first four chapters. Yeah. Yes, therefore, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to rest, start my letter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Which when you go back and read them, that is kind of, he goes back to Abraham. You're yeah. like, what are we doing back here? Yeah. Therefore, <laughs> let's get started. Yeah. yeah. And the letter, the, the this portion of the letter, it explains the justification mm-hmm. uh, of who we are mm. through Christ Jesus, why we are through yeah. Christ Jesus, 
how we are mm-hmm. through Christ Jesus, the who, what, when, why, and how have, have been established, uh, bringing us to um, glorifying in our sufferings. Yeah. And I think as, as Jesus people, as Christians, as uh, the, the why me, why, why not you? Yeah. You know, I, 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 I ask a lot of why questions. I had a, uh, I had a coffee with a person not too long ago and we were talking about why questions and he was, he's definitely not a why question person. He's like, I just do it because God tells me to do it. Mm. <laughs> and like, and I'm, I'm very much a, well, I don't, I don't question God like, well, why do I have to God? I question God like, what, what do you, what do you want me to take from this right now? Mm-hmm. How can I be better at this God? What if I may, I may notorious uh, celebrate my sufferings because I know that uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to school, Yeah, you know? And, and once I get, get this lesson, once I learn this lesson, I can apply it. Mm-hmm. And so my whys are uh, not, not necessarily why me, but mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. Yeah. Why not me? Uh, how can I use this? Yes. To benefit the kingdom. And I, I, my friend, he's, and he's a good friend of mine. Uh, We are just on the other ends of, of the spectrum. And and that's why I do enjoy our times together because he's just so the opposite of me. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the, 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 the celebrating the suffering. Yeah. um, I I would, I would guess, I'd venture to guess that if you're listening, you're going through something. Mm-hmm. Most people are going through something rather big or rather small, yeah. but we are going through it. Um, what, how can you take your situation today that you're going through as a listener? How can you take your situation today and use it as a testimony for how good God is uh, in your life? I mm-hmm. love that. How yeah. God, you're saved Mm-hmm. If you're listening to this, my guess is you are saved. I, I, if you if you if you haven't given your your heart and soul to Jesus, then, and you're listening to this, but email me, please. That's yeah. I have some questions for you. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that all all the listeners are saved. If I I don't believe that it just happened. Mm-hmm. Things just happen. Mm-hmm. Sometimes things just happen. I I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think that there's more to it. Yeah. I think life is just. I think there's more to life than then it just happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and you might not want to ask the question why. Then mm-hmm. I get it. Asking why leads to answers. And sometimes those answers might hurt. Yeah. Sometimes those answers might suck. Mm-hmm. Sometimes those answers are, I'm not going to answer it here, mm-hmm. but I will when we meet. Yeah. And sometimes for humanity, that is a tough answer. Mm-hmm. That is an answer we don't, we can't accept. Yeah. But guys, it's not happening just because. Yeah. Everything, everything you're going through, everything you've gone through, everything, everything that you've gone through has brought you to this moment in time. And you'll have a decision on what you're going to do with the next. Mm. What are you going to do with the next? Mm -hmm. Either your story will bring, speak life into people, will glorify him, Mm-hmm. Or won't. Yeah. And 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 if you're not ready for it to glorify him, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. God is okay with you saying, I'm just not there yet. Yeah. He as we started this conversation, we, we talked about what God could use and he just needs the heart. Yeah. 
You are not. No, you, I can promise you as a listener, 100%. I don't even need to know who you are, Mm -hmm. but you are not qualified Mm -hmm. and you are not worthy of. Yeah. I can promise you that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm the same way. Yeah. But yet he chose you. So what are you going to do with it? Yeah. That's so good. It's interesting just to think about time and how, when you, how, you know, I, I've been in Green Bay for now seven years. And, and, and it was interesting to look at the way I was seven years ago and, and the way I am now and just the positions and everything. But I remember being uh, really blown away by our senior pastor, Pastor Sean's response to the mayor of, of De Pere saying no to something we wanted to do for our church. And I thought for sure, I walked with him side by side and I was like, he's going to, He's going to let, you know, he's, I know he's furious right now. I know he's going to be so mad and he's going to, he's going to like, you know, oh, you know what? I'm going to tell that, you know, I'll tell you about, and he just smiled and I go, are you okay? He goes, yeah, I'm fine. I go, really? Like that guy was pretty mean. He goes, ah, it's okay. Mm. That's all right. God's got this. Mm. I was like, man, I want to think like that. Mm-hmm. But what, but that happens through time and suffering. Yeah. Like, and why do I say time and suffering? Cause I, I we see it. When suffering comes, it'll produce perseverance, meaning you'll God will give you strength you didn't think you had. Yeah, He'll give you the ability to to withstand and go. That's ah, all right. Mm-hmm. When you go, really? Are you sure? Character. He'll 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 make you a person you didn't think you could become. You know that that I there was a time in the beginning of my faith that I was one way in church and another way at home. I just was yeah. in the very beginning. I was just like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I don't, you know. I, I'll do that at home, things like that. But like now I'm at a place where I go, yeah, you you can meet me anywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm going to respond the same way. It's just, this is, and that's character. And then hope meaning that I am a guy who goes, yeah, but what's God going to do with this? Mm-hmm. Man, I'm excited to see what God does with that. People are like, and, and there's some people going, that's, that's crazy to think that way. But that's what happens through time and suffering. When you let God be the center of things, he'll turn you into a person you didn't think you'd ever be. Mm. He just needs the heart. Yes. He, he, he knows you are unqualified. Correct. He knows that you aren't ready. Mm-hmm. And he knows that you, you aren't worthy. Yeah. He knows all these things. Yeah. He just needs the heart. Yep. Mm-hmm. He can make the body work. Yeah. Just needs the heart. Yeah. Yeah. And you said it, Keith, it's you have the choice. Whatever, whatever you're in right now, you have the choice, how you will respond, mm-hmm. what you will think, what you will come back to, yeah. what you will apply, mm-hmm. what you will do. Like you have the choice, you yes. have the power. Mm-hmm. So when you kind of start to wrap your mind around that, yes, then you can almost dig yourself out of wherever the enemy is trying to push and, and cram you in whatever corner he has you backed up in to make you think that you don't have a choice, that this is happening to you. Yes. It's not mm-hmm. happening to you. Like you always have a choice, right? Yeah. So what are you going to do with it? Yeah. And it, honestly, every time we were thinking about knowledge versus connection, it made me think of the first sin. Mm. When you look at Genesis, God says, don't eat from this tree. Everything else is yours. You have access to yeah. everything except for this. I'll be back in an hour. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> well, now all I want to do is eat from that tree. And I wonder if if it would be different because you know she's you know the the devil says, hey, you know, aren't you eating from this? And she's like, well, we're told not to. And the devil's response was like, did he really say that? Mm-hmm. I wonder if she had more than just knowledge but connection, which she would have been like, 
Hold on a second. Let me find out. Hey, what did you mean by that? Like, what if she, like, we probably would, that's, that sin wouldn't have probably happened that day if she, if he was like, did she really, did he really say that? Yeah. And she was like, oh, I don't know. One second. God, what did you mean by that? He, this thing's asking, you know. <laughs> what do snake. they call you, a snake? Yeah. <laughs> what are you? You're weird. What do we call him? What do you call him? Snake? What? What? Why snake? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so anyways, and so I wonder if, if she would have went with connection over knowledge. Because sometimes we're like, well, I, uh, I know enough. Ooh, I know what the word says. I, I, you know, I, I can, I can, I can defeat this with the word of the Lord. Yes, the word of the Lord. But the word of the Lord also has to be connected Ooh. with the relationship mm-hmm. and the love and the depth of that. The, the so. hierarchy, the fear, fear of God produces knowledge, mm-hmm. which produces wisdom. Yes. So, was she was was the fundamental block in this building not laid? Mm. Was the fear of God not laid? Mm-hmm. And I mean, the on the flip side of that of that question uh, that you posed, Pastor Dallas, was uh, the connection portion. But and I think that a lot of people listening probably have fallen into this too. You know, you know the answer. Yeah, mm. but you're just not choosing to do it. Yep. Yeah. So you could be connected all day long. Yeah. Be like, God, did you really? Did oh, cool, you did. Yeah. Sweet. Then I'm not gonna. Yes. But God's That's like, true too. That but, is y'all, true too. but y'all, I've told you, yep. you have the connection. Uh, what's the worst sin? Not having the connection, doing it out of ignorance or self-will or knowing what to do mm-hmm. is right or wrong and actively turning back and be like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to eat it anyway. That's true. Mm. That is true. And then you would be missing out. It, you lack perseverance in that situation. So you're not going to get to the next level, which is proven character. Yeah. Yes. Right? So, I, and then- uh, Pastor Keith, I know you've said this. You face that test again. Mm-hmm. Over right? and over until we pass Right, it. and we come back and back and back and back. And you're like, why can't I ever get to the hope part? I have no hope. I feel like I'm in despair. Oh. I'm in distress, right? Like life is so hard and this sucks and I'm going through all of these things because you keep being led back. You're going around and around and God's like, I'm trying to test. Will you have some perseverance? Mm-hmm. And again, that takes the the choice that I was talking about, you have to choose to do it. It's an effort. It doesn't just happen. How do you, how does one get to that? Because what mm. everything you just said was like, I have found, I found fundamentally laid my growth of Christianity based on that idea. You know, like how, as a listener though, like how do you, how would one obtain that without asking questions like, well, why? Yeah. Yeah. You just can't. Yeah. And that's, I guess if my friend's listening, he might be. Yeah. Uh, how do you? Yeah. You can't get there without turning, even for a second, being like, but then why? Mm-hmm. But then how? Yeah. But then me? Yeah. But then what? If you don't ask some questions and God, the, the father wants us to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The father, yeah. the father, he only wants us to challenge him in one thing biblically I've found. Mm-hmm. Like challenge me, he even declares. Yeah. Ch- challenge me. And it's the money things, tithing. Cause he, you know, yep. most of us are stingy and, mm-hmm. and greedy, but he says, challenge me on it. Put me to the test, man. Yep. I will. I promise I'm showing up on that. The rest of the time when people challenge him, mm-hmm. they usually don't end their stories. Don't end great. So, mm-hmm. but a challenge isn't, that's not a, well, gi- I, I give me some understanding. Lord, mm-hmm. give me some, uh, I fear you. I revel in you. You're, 
almighty. But then there's some knowledge that needs to go in there too. I need to know a little bit about these things because how am I going to apply the rest of this word? How am I supposed to get to wisdom without getting some knowledge? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so knowledge is obtained through the who, what, when, where, and how. Yes. The whys. Yeah. And that's what makes it therefore even more powerful is because the first four chapters is Paul telling like, okay, let me answer your whys. Mm-hmm. Let me, you know, so again, it's not going oh, I don't know. No, like ask, because if you read chapter four, where it says, you know, Abraham justified by faith, you know, that came from probably him with a Roman going, well, what about Abraham? Right. <laughs> you know, and, and like chapter three, where it's, uh, you know, let me see, uh, righteousness through, uh, forgiveness of sins through Christ. You're saying, you know, there's, these are probably questions, God's faithfulness, you know, the Jews uh, and the law. Wait a minute. Are you trying to tell me, mm. you know, so there's got to be questions he's trying to answer before they're there. For. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very, I, I, I'm trying to plot this because I'm, I'm kind of like learning. I'm living in real time as well. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and we're doing this podcast in real time. So as, as Megan pr- pr- proposed, probably the most interesting aspect of this for myself mm-hmm is the, how do you get there? How do you get to all Mm -hmm. those miraculous things, the signs and wonders? How do you get there without seeking knowledge, without seeking information, without asking why me, why not me? Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. So what do I, if it's me, then what am I going to do with it? Mm -hmm. It's of my own accord. I'm, I I can't do this. I'm I'm not ready. I'm not qualified. Do you know me? Yeah. Do you know what I've done? Do you know what I've seen? Do you know what I've said? Yeah. yeah. God's like, yes, yeah, of course. Uh-huh. And still you. Mm-hmm. And then you go to God and be like, well, then how? And yeah. then God goes, finally. Yeah. Therefore, <laughs> we can start talking. That's yeah. so good. Therefore, yeah. let's get at it. That's the thesis. Let's start this paper. Yes. The how, it's me. Yeah. Meg, what, what version are you reading? I am reading the NASB. And you know that we started with the NIV, right? Well, I love yeah. it. Man. New, New American Standard Bible. I am like, I'm like, like kicking myself going like, and I, I need to do this more as, as a communicator. I was like, oh, I love that, that the American Standard says proven character. Yeah. Like that it will produce not just character. Right. Oh, that guy's got some character. Right. You know, proven character. Yeah. I've been, the real I've been really enjoying this this yeah. version. I'll be honest. I started reading yeah, it in the last the, couple months and it's been uh, really good. And it's very uh, literal. So if mm-hmm. you're like, I want the word for word, yeah. it's pretty It's pretty good. Yeah, you know, g- give that version word. again for the, re- for the it listeners. It is the is New the, American Standard Bible. Is it the 95 or the 2020? 2020. The 2020. Yeah. The NASB 2020. <laughs> I, yes. uh, I do have the downloaded version, but I only have the 95. <laughs> <laughs> so old school. He's still playing Zelda over yeah. there. Yeah. There you go. And there we've wrapped it up. We've effectively uh, yeah. wrapped up this episode. You can't say another thing that is uh, more no. inspirational than what Megan just yep. said. There you go. Yep. You're welcome. So I... <laughs> Thanks for thanks for listening, guys. Do we want to? Do we want to? Yeah, I'll say it. Yeah, uh, we get numbers from the podcast downloads weekly. Yes. So yeah. we, we, our church has many podcasts that are produced and developed, mm-hmm. and because of which uh, we have a, a a member of our church that helps us with this. Uh, with shout out the, to Kelso. Shout out to David Kelso. He 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 runs sound on Sunday as well. If you don't know David Kelso, you need to know David Kelso. Like I say that as like. Men, if you're listening to this and you don't have a relationship with David Kelso, he's one of the, he is a poster for what I think a Jesus person is and looks like and acts. 
and uh, he, he's a he's an inspiration for me. But all that aside, Keith is going to sound so good in this episode now. <laughs> yeah. Kelso Kelso gives us the 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 numbers on the weekly, and uh, so we were curious because it's been four months. We're like, well, I actually truthfully we 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 stop we pressed stop last week. I'm like, I bet you like half the people that were subscribed last time probably dropped off. And so I wouldn't be surprised if we have like 20, 30, 40 downloads tops. Yeah. Right. And those are, those are pretty, those would be small numbers for Chew on that. And we got the numbers back and we, that was a top 10 at -hmm. least for all of every podcast Life Church has ever made. Yeah. It was a top 10 number. Yeah. It was a, it it was near a thousand and downloads. So that's crazy. That is super crazy. And, and that's, yeah. it's super crazy because like, uh, I hope that like Megan said this, she's like, that's like our whole church. Yeah. Like, I hope that's our whole church. Yeah. I hope, like, I hope our church is listening to this. Our, I hope our church is like Sunday rocked. Like it was good. I, I went home and I'm like, mm. huh. Yeah. And then, and then a podcast comes more. out and let's talk more about yeah. it. Cause let's I, yes. I want to be a part of a church that that is normal. Yes. Yeah. That Same. Tackling. Tackling the the principles and ideas of the word in your life, reading it and ingesting it, and, yes. and asking the right questions and the, and the, the hard questions, the hard yes. questions, the heartful questions. Yes, I want to be a part of a church that that is normal. Yes, mm-hmm. I love it. That that is normal. That we yeah. that we say we. I understand that this is very very tough. Like these things, these ideas, these principles, the word. But uh, I need to learn more about it because I need to yeah. go out and. I need to share that word with as yeah. many people as possible and affect as many people as possible. Yeah. I'd even Good. say this podcast, what we're doing now is for people. I mean, it's it's to complement the message, but this is like, oh my gosh, my friend was just talking about Romans 5. Yeah. I'm going to send her this podcast. Like they can still listen to it yeah. Yeah. because we're just breaking down the scripture. We're not, you know, totally. we talked about the message for like a millisecond mm-hmm. and then... We yeah. talked more about Zelda than the message. We might have. <laughs> we, we, we truthfully might have. But I, 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 I want to encourage you as a member of my family, because everyone at this church is my family. Mm-hmm. I want to encourage you as a member of my family to, to seek. Yes. Seek. Open up the word. Seek more information for it. Yes. Seek more wisdom from it. Seek more. Ask God to tell you more. And my gosh, every time I've, I've went, God, show me more. He yes. always delivers. Yeah. And sometimes the answer is not always what we want. Mm-hmm. But then that's just like this scripture. Sometimes, yeah. uh, sometimes it sucks a little bit, mm-hmm. but it's going to, it's going to develop perseverance, man. Yes. You're going to be a better person for it. You're going to be a better husband, wife, friend, son, father, mother, yeah. brother, sister, daughter, cousin, neighbor, coworker. You're going to be better at all of it. So thank you guys for for tuning in this week. We will be back next week. Yes, we will. I promise we'll be back next week. So for Pastor Keith, Pastor Megan, Pastor Dallas, uh, next week come hungry, I guess, because we're going to num, 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 chew on that. Bye.